0: Hi there welcome to our podcast cozy conversations with the sister project my name is michelle
1: and my name is lauren and we are your hosts
0: hey host hey (laughs) this is our version of a radio talk show and every week you can join us for a sisterly chat where we talk about literally everything
1: we're going to tackle current events what's going on in the world around us we'll share some personal insight and stories and of course share random bits of things we think you should know Along with whatever else sisters talk about. There's a lot. So mm-hmm.
0: if you're into easy listening, lots of laughing, and some inspiration sprinkled throughout, we are going to be fast, weird internet friends.
1: Welcome. Well, hello there, and welcome to Cozy Conversations with The Sister Project. I am your host, Lauren Massarella, being joined by my sister and co-host. Yeah, that's you. Yeah. Michelle Anderson. Hey there. Here I am. How are you doing? Reporting for duty. Reporting <laughs> I like that,
0: right? I'm just, you know, I'm trying to like. I got to get creative with my my hellos. So I like that reporting yeah, for yeah, to, for yeah. duty.
1: Well, welcome aboard. Thank you, my captain. Captain. Get the <laughs> captain. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Today we had an awesome conversation with our first repeat guest. He is a TSP super supporter and fan, and he is my forever roommate, Anthony Siancio. Joined us today,
0: and we had a lovely, insightful. Fun chat.
1: I love you guys. Have a great like brother sister yeah. ship going. Yeah, a sibling sibling in law
0: ship. I, I I agree. It's pretty cool. It's pretty. I I feel lucky to have that guy. Totally
1: appreciate the fact that you like my husband and my husband likes you. Can yeah. you imagine? Oh no no Eek. no. That's
0: that would that's not fun. That would I mean, work like, out. Harmony harmony <laughs> harmony. <laughs> not there's work a out. love enough of that <laughs> other contrast going on.
1: So in this conversation, we sat down and we did an amazing actually non boozy. Beer taste test. We also sat about, uh, sat around and talked about men and mental health, ADHD, Prince Harry on Dax Shepard's podcast, armchair expert, this thing called gray drinking, and pretty much anything and everything else in between. Now, before we dive in, Michelle and I wanted to take a moment and say thank you. Oh, wow. You're yeah. all tuned up and ready to go. Yeah. To our new Anchor.com monthly supporters. These two are really near and dear to my heart. Michelle won both of our hearts yep. and one for me. You guys, a gigantic thank you goes out to one of my yoga mentors and someone who I've known here in Chicago in the yoga industry and is just an all-around amazing human inside and out Jenny Kaufman, thank you so much. A for tuning in. Yeah. I didn't know you would tune in my know. podcast.
0: That one surprised me. It's fun to find out when somebody that Isn't you know it? is listening in. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Jenny. Yeah. Thank so you, Jenny. Much. We appreciate it.
1: And then this one is like family to us. Uh this is a woman. No, Lauren. This is, it family. is family. Thank family you. Thank you. I should be us. I should be kicked in the ass for saying what I just said, but it is family to us. Um A cousin from a different person. (laughs) I don't know where you're going to go with that one. Our dear friend and family and cousin, Mary Claire Trella. Thank you. Love you, Mary Claire. Love you so freaking much. Thank you for being a supporter of TSP. And just so you all know... With these Anchor.com subscriptions and that contribution, it just allows more time, energy, and resources for Michelle and I to create even more content for all of our listeners because that is our goal in life. (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. We are so grateful for all of our subscribers. And as you know, all of our content is free. This is just a way you can help support a small women-owned business. If you'd like to learn more about that, you can head to the link in our show notes where you will find the Anchor.com link and you can peruse it from there. All right, you guys, without further ado, let's dive in. <music> have you ever burnt a boil, a, like hard boiling egg while yes, you were boiling I it? I have. It's a little jarring because they explode. Yeah oh wait did i see that on an instagram was somebody sharing that well kathy was that shout the, out to kathy she always she tunes in she's my yogi friend Hey, Kathy, her and bill is kathy always. chatty i always i played soccer with a girl and i called her chatty kathy i, w- I wouldn't say that K- like kathy's chatty but kathy holds very lovely conversation awesome yeah we should have her on sometimes for a cozy convo she's awesome all right she knows a lot about she's polish she knows a lot mm. she's from poland a lot about polish fair she probably makes some Food. really good soups. I think she probably makes badass
0: pierogies. Oh, what I would give for a badass pierogi right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know who has awesome pierogies? Zena. Well, Zena, mom's <laughs> caregiver, former caregiver. And um, Whole Foods, in their frozen section, they have gluten-free ones that are like $12, which I'm sure are very good, but I don't get the gluten-free ones. I get like the 8 ones. They are so good. I roast, I saute onions, oh, butter, and then just pan fry the shit out of them. Do
0: you, I like to crisp the shit, burn my yeah, onions. That's what I,
1: no, cr- onions and pierogies. I yes, I've had them at to drink. Pierogies
0: and pierogies. Anthony, do you like pierogies? Pierogi, pierogies. Pier, pierogies. Oh, no. Do you no, like pierogies? I like a good pierogi. <laughs> <laughs> Even What's one your, of
2: those pierogies. You ever go to
0: the a pierogi? pierogi? Fe, you know, there's a pierogi Jan, fest yes, in Indiana. Yes. Does Jan make pierogies? She's never made a pierogi. Oh, oh Maybe she will for Father's I day. bet she could whip up like a dough, real good. Man, but listen, we know here. the only person I'm getting any sort of stuffed dumpling from is from Zena, mm. and I can't pronounce her last name. So you Zena, know it's good. But
1: her her real name is. Xenovia, I That's think, right. right? It's a beautiful name. Xenovia, yeah. Yeah. Um, you guys, let's commence our conversation, please, with our taste test. So I'm trying to go Cheers. non-boozy sometimes. So what I have here for you guys, I like is I like your called,
0: combos. that you're bringing some good different stuff to the table. Okay, I'm
1: glad you're liking it. For our next podcast with us, we're doing the spicy pickles from Trader Joe's. Ooh. Real spicy, the guy said. So what we have here is a sparkling hop Tea, and this one's called the Citra Bomb One. So it's a non-boozy sparkling tea, but it's meant to kind of mimic or echo a hoppy beer. Okay. Cheers, cheers everybody! Welcome cheers. Anthony. Welcome back. Welcome back. Salute. To Welcome back. Salute. Salute. Oh, chin chin. Oh, it smells like
0: peach to me, which I which I love.
1: Okay, it has a bite to it. The flavor doesn't.
0: I don't feel like it packs a punch, but it has like an effervescence to it. I love this. It's
2: not bad, actually.
0: I enjoy it. This is this would be see for me because Ryan and I like be in the well. He'll be in the yard working. I usually like sit on the Adirondack and our first thing to do is grab a beer when we're thirsty on a hot summer day. But this would be a would you right? It almost tastes
2: like a beer, a really light beer seltzer.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I kind of love it. It's delish. Instead of going for a cold beer, do you drink
2: f- it over ice?
1: No, I would get it. I would just put it like in the freezer for a moment and to get serve it. it ice really ass, cold. I mean, cold. cold yetis. <laughs> <laughs> it like cold. Ass, Lauren, hot ass. Hot what are you thinking ass. about right
0: now? It's not bad.
1: My husband sending across. Ooh, from us. He's a repeat of, offender.
0: First time wow. repeat. This is
1: the first time we've had someone back on. So this you're is under a, it's an honor for you. Wow,
0: that's good.
2: I was a little stiff last time, but you know. At least now listen, I, got shot <laughs> of, shot I think non-alcoholic beer. Now. Yeah, now we're Sunny. all
0: totally ready to go. Set me straight.
1: <laughs> I know. I feel a lot more like loose and relaxed. It's so good. Well, I, you know, I'm going to bring it up now. I was going to save it for later, but there's this thing called gray drinking. Yeah. That's making the rounds. I saw it in a USA Today. Um article and what's happening here is that they're saying that it's not like medically It's not a a diagnosis like, you're a gray drinker. It's kind of like. not great. No, gray. Gray, gray, yep. Where it's kind of, I think I am a gray drinker, where I'm starting to kind of question my intake, or was questioning it. I've been been pulling back, hence the non-boozy. And so it's not like alcoholism and you can function, or that you're getting up at 8 AM and having a, a cocktail. It's just that you're starting to reflect.
0: Yep on what mm. you're drinking I so think the gray drinking for me occurred there there's there was some gray drinking during the pandemic like I had more hangovers Ew. in 2021 than ever than in like the in history cons- well, 2020, well, since, 2020 yeah. since college yeah. I mean and a hangover as a 43 year old it's not the same as that college hangover where you I can really bounce like back that.
1: You want to hear the four questions they have you ask yourself to see right. if you're like kind of in the gray maybe borderline Ooh. going in the alcoholic territory let's answer them okay yes i took it last night are we uh rolling yeah, yeah we are oh cool see, oh, we, we, see we didn't part. want you, you to even yep. know. we tricked you that's we right. tricked you <laughs> <laughs> it's a little industry uh tip uh, we've been uh, around secret. the block this is only our 75th episode you
2: guys like, you guys, like roofied me yeah <laughs>
1: <then>. yeah exactly <laughs> All right, so these are the four questions. Have you ever felt you should cut down on your drinking? Yes. The answer is yes, of course. Okay. Number two, have people annoyed you by criticizing your drinking? Never. No. Once in a while, he'll joke with me and come like a booze hound. But oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yep. But it's uh, a joke. I mean, it's not. I think. <laughs> no, I think
2: for me, yes. I think if I could think back, I'm sure there were times when people were like you drink. Some Maybe. More
1: oh, actually, I can confirm that. I once, when we first started dating. I told my friend Trisha, for is from Melrose Park. He's a I, drunk. Yeah. I called him a drunk. And I was like, that can't be good for Damn a relationship. What? Yeah, he's a drunk. She was That's right. It's the worst <laughs> description. <laughs> yeah, it's so bad. Literally,
0: out of a billion words to be called, that would be the last choice. Like, what do you
2: a drunk, mean by drunk? I, I picture a guy like falling into mailboxes yes, like out yes, on the street yes. by himself. <laughs> like I was having a good time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i know when she said that i, was, I said fuck. i was like that can't be real That's okay classic. number three have you ever felt bad or guilty about drinking yes
0: no like i like okay should I, should yes I,
1: should I, should I, go, I get feelings of regret the next day not all not always but if i over imbibe like on sunday when we came home from from florida the next day i was like oh like it's something blurry from last night it's been a long time since like i had feeling was, i just oh i don't like that feeling of overconsumption to a point where i feel like shit the next yeah. day and mentally question things
0: that that hasn't really happened for me often it wasn't like worried about things that i said i never really got or mm, did or it's
1: more like i just feel like sh- i'm worried about the way i f- i did this to my body well that's yeah. what i was gonna say it's Fucked up the the and then the vicious cycle yeah do you ever have guilt or do you feel bad about your consumption?
2: Yes, but like you guys were saying, it's more of the peripheral stuff. Like, I feel like, you know, I'm eating like shit. It's like, um, what am I doing in my life? I didn't work out enough. Now I don't feel like doing it now. And it's like, what's, you know, that whole thing. I hate
0: that. Do you guys do this thing where like, it's like my little boxes that I try to check daily. And I sometimes I just (laughs) miss the mark on all of them. But it's like, you know, until I can, you know, crack a beer or whatever. I have to, you know, do the
1: things, meditate, exercise. Michelle, you might be a gray drinker with the fact that you said until I can
0: crack.
1: But you know, yep. like, or like, oh,
0: yeah. you know what I mean? No, that's not what I, when can
1: I start drinking?
0: I have to do these ten well, I- things first. <laughs> you- I'm just saying it's like my wellness checklist, and when I don't hit the mark, and I'm like, and I'm drinking, and let's have some cannabis, I'm like, at the end of the day, I'm like, you're a loser.
2: You're a, you're a big fat loser. <laughs> <laughs> no, I could relate. Like, I feel like that's why I like doing that. Um, I can feel like if I move my body around yeah. a you little bit. Will
1: you tell us what you do? We've talked, I don't know if you explained this to Michelle last time. Do you know what he does in the no, morning? No, I have no idea. Oh, shit go oh, into it's it nothing too is this your crazy. routine is this, this your my, morning routine my, yeah. Anthony's morning routine yes yeah, what is it I don't
2: know how the f- how did I someone, find
1: it? didn't James Choi send it to you or something
2: <sighs> no it actually might have been on the trading um, uh. virtual trading room you know guys will do their routine or send different things that they do and then it's like a seven minutes body routine like breathing also so you you do like a hundred jumps you do um, oh. chest opener heart openers you do a couple of like just body movement things and then you um, stretch a bit and then you do a breathing exercise, deep breathing, fast breathing, and then breath holds and then you're done. And then that leads me right into my meditation which is uh, 10 or so minutes and then.
1: Every day.
0: Do you, br- do you break, a, do you feel like you get your heart rate up?
2: I feel once you, I think just like anything, once you string together like a week or two you don't want to stop doing it because i feel like it does wake you up cuz i'm i was always so used to just like slugging slugging around and i feel like yeah
1: you have this is huge for you it is so different
2: yeah like i need i think my body to wake up my legs are super and plus I'm sitting a lot so like just moving around and starting the day that way I feel like makes a huge difference
0: we're gonna put that link Uh, in the show notes that's very very cool see that my problem is is I wake up especially since the pandemic and we're all working at home Uh, and I'm the lady that goes from my bed so I go from a laying position immediately (laughs) shot
2: (laughs) out of a rocket
0: to a sitting in front of my computer position like I need to start my day 10 minutes 10 minutes 10 minutes
2: yes there's other stuff out there. I mean, you, if you look it up, like, morning routine, I'm sure there's... I've seen other things, but I've kind of been hooked on this one for a bit.
1: Yeah, and I sit downstairs when he's doing it, and we live in an old house, and sometimes I see what is, like, almost like, what would you call it? Like, buckling a little bit? The, the, uh, sounds and, like a herd. No, running. you can just... No, no, you can actually see the lamps or the my, my lighting, like, kind of dip and yeah. lift, and I'm like, one day, Tom sounds Hanks is going to fall through my floor. Money pit. Awesome. From money pit. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Great love <that> scene. <laughs> it's the best scene. <laughs> you guys, there's one more question. Yeah, what is it? There's one more question. Have you ever had a drink first thing in the morning to steed? Is it steed or stead? Steed, steed. Your nerves, or to get rid of a hangover?
2: I think it means. I think that was supposed to be steady, and they forgot the why.
1: Oh, probably. But yes, because I'm actually... Oh, you're right, because now I'm looking at it and there's an autocorrect. I steed okay. it, all right. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> steed. And here's me. and I'm like,
0: I think it's steed. I have no idea. <laughs> so have you... Well,
1: I mean, okay, I yes, I have definitely had... Not first thing in the morning, but I've definitely waited to like... Noon one after like maybe a wedding and been like I need that Bloody Mary now yeah the hair of the
0: dog yeah. I mean yes. yeah I, we've all I've done the hair of a dog I've never cracked open a isn't it
1: hair is it hair of the dog or off the dog hair of the dog
2: I Are, th- we don't, that? I don't I also know. sometimes say bite the dog that bit you I don't know if that's a fucking that's, it might be we're Nicole gonna different us. one
1: though isn't it don't oh yeah like why would you bite the dog I get what you're saying like why would you go back to the alcohol yeah. that bit you so there's know. a dog
0: involved in some
1: way. <laughs> you're in the
2: dog house
1: <laughs> yeah
2: do the, hair like to the dog, dog, dog shit. thing
1: <laughs> <laughs> but also don't bite the, what is it don't and
2: then bite the dog that bit you maybe <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> um Nicole Massarella or Nicole Pearl would say um not one not three but two beers yeah she got that from our dad
0: yeah that's
2: like a that's gra- a
1: Nick Massarella like that's a
2: grappa a grappa thing Girl. too
0: not well, not one, not three, just two. Just
2: just yeah, one or two. I think my uncle told me that when we went to Italy and That's I went good past. That's advice. And
0: it was regrettable. Yeah, you were feeling like shit,
1: dog shit, the next day. Were yeah, you? Yeah. <laughs> I don't grappa. I love limoncello. Does my head in? It literally yeah. gives me a headache. On like once it enters my mouth, it's like boom, headache. The sugar.
0: I like one shot or sipper of limoncello grandpa ryan and i drank it with some i know we were drinking ouzo with some greens oh dear on. that's ouzo yeah we mm-hmm. were we were so- like <laughs> numb face drunk yeah. i was like ah uh, i can't feel my face yeah that stuff
1: would get yeah. but i love that. we've talked about this. speaking of alcohol i love that clear those clear any sipper at the end of dinner after a big meal like just a little short amount i feel like it just helps push the food down. Yeah. That's the old
0: the, school. Uh, the agita. Is, is the agita. The Italian. See, I call. like how we're all talking about the alcohol that we like to drink <laughs> yeah. while also discussing this is gray drinking. This
2: is the definition of gray <laughs> I drinking. I think we
0: all are gray drinkers.
1: Well, before I move on, I'm loving this tea. I am too. It's very refreshing. It's so
0: good. I'm telling you, you can't just drink plain water. I'm holding a glass of water in my other hand, and sometimes you need to I freaking sip love them. this. Yeah,
1: it's good. Okay, so, Michelle, Anthony and I wanted to share a story with what happened to me over the weekend. Okay. So I had my neck injury. Mm. I don't know what the hell happened to my neck. I thought it was my rhomboid. I thought it was like a swelling brain. I wasn't sure what it was, but I was maintaining, you know, the pain. And we had a birthday party to go to, and Anthony and I took the day to, like, I rested. and. Because you,
0: you weren't able to move your, your neck. You weren't able to No, it was extraordinary extraordinary in
1: extreme pain.
2: And you the night before that, Friday night, we had a party and you were like (laughs) very careful on staying away from everybody and like no hugging. People were
1: so drunk. They and everyone wants to now that we're out of COVID, people want to touch one another. And I'm glad, coming
0: from a non hugger, I didn't know. I was like, Are we gonna fist bump forever? Because I think it's the worst way to I I hate the fist bump.
1: Well what happened to me, I tried two different techniques the night before the incident that happened. Was gray drinking one of them? Well, no, well I was, no, I was actually being, I was like trying not to, I wasn't drinking a lot at all. But, I was but gray drinking. He was gray. gray. He went gray. <laughs> <laughs> he had a gray mouth. He, he browned out, I think. Yeah. yeah. But what happened was our friend came, John, and I haven't seen him since, you know, 2020. And he was like, Lauren, my neck hurts. So I was like, would you mind just hugging me from behind instead? And Anthony... <laughs> wow, <laughs> an odd I was like, yeah. <laughs> Hug from behind. And he's tall. Where is he going to put his hand? Exactly. So everywhere is,
0: I'm trying to, I'm like, that's weird. That's also weird.
1: Was it weird for you, Anthony, when I offered this idea? No, it was funny. Okay, so (laughs) we didn't do that because we laughed. It was so funny. And then later in the night, we saw our good friend, Anthony Fury, who, you know, he loves kissing people on the lips. So I thought... Such a day go. Right, and he's got these big, like, soft, kissy lips. Oh. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Anthony has been kissed by him multiple times. That's awesome. In fact, he's kissed Anthony more than I've kissed Anthony Fiori. That's awesome. So, yep. I, so I said to Fiori, he was there, and I could see he was kind of like he was having... He's, he was in the mood to pucker kiss. puckering those lips. And, <laughs> yeah, and I said, hey, and he came for a hug. I'm like, no, no, no. And I jokingly, but not jokingly, said, like... Kiss on the lips, and he's like, "Sure." And he right, right in front of my husband, Anthony gives me this beautiful long kiss on the lips, and he goes, "Whoa, you ate garlic oh, <laughs> that three is- days ago." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So my social awkwardness is at all time high. How are your so- social social awkwardness is going? Any any social anxiety? I'm
0: I'm not feeling any I'm not personally feeling any social anxiety. I am walking into places if I'm allowed without a mask. I'm just <laughs> fully vaxxed and living my life. Good for you. God but bless. I am. I I I feel like there's a like a extra pep in everyone's step, but I have I have noticed some oddities with other social behaviors like A gentleman was carrying, pulling something into a door. I don't remember where I was. And the person in front of him needed to hold that door. Mm. It was, he knew the man was coming and he let it go. I was at Ace Hardware. I was getting some plants and he was pushing his big cart. And I was like, I kind of ran. I was like, let me grab that for you. And the guy recognized that he kind of, that was a faux pas on his part and later called me the door police.
1: But I was like, well, fuck him. I was like, (laughs) sorry, right? (laughs)
2: What an asshole. I was
1: like, yeah, that's me. (laughs) And (laughs) then you just said you're one up. Yep, that's it.
2: I do feel like in a sense it has gotten easier because then it plays into, you know, you've seen me do my awkward hello or goodbyes where it's like, are we hugging? Are we fist pumping? And now it's like I could just say to them, like, what are are you hugging? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Then it's so like now are we doing Yeah, like are we fist pumping? What do you like to do? Yeah. And then it like makes it easier.
1: I bet it does make it so easier. So we don't have to do you. a
2: weird hybrid fist pump that he shakes my fist and we just do that. And yeah, it's weird.
1: And speaking of hugging and awkwardness, we both experienced this on Saturday. Then we went to this party, Anthony, and that was a fortieth birthday. I debated about going. I said I'll stay sober and I'll drive and get us home well, you
2: almost really did not go you were in so much pain at one point
1: yeah but he rested all day and I really wanted to go I had a great yeah. new dress I just want and I love the people we were going to see I was excited your dress was great you're so cute and at one point Anthony we get to the party and Anthony's really excited a lot of people are, were excited because their grade school teacher was there oh how exciting yeah we yep. liked her it sounds like we her. oh yeah her. they loved her
2: yeah she was great miss Miss Dacalante.
1: Oh, you know shout out, out to Miss
0: Dacalante. Yeah, shout out. I'll <laughs> never forget her.
1: <laughs> well, so,
2: <laughs> well, she. Well, a little uh, disclaimer. She was her first teaching gig was having us as like I think seventh graders, and we were in a small Catholic school. She was twenty three years old. Oh my god! And so, and we were taught by Sister Susan, Sister yeah. Margaret. I mean, mm-hmm. seventy plus year old teachers. There was a couple of younger ones, maybe, but like when she like when we saw her like oh wow like we just felt like she was so close in age like yeah our behavior totally changed. <laughs> yeah like all of your
1: other teachers are probably dead right now Whoa. oh
2: yeah a lot of them yeah well, said, like, se- right
1: as doornails yeah. so he was like lauren you gotta meet my teacher i was so excited i said yeah okay so i go walk over there and as i was walking over there i think anthony was like hey teacher this is my wife and she was so excited to meet me i don't blame her <laughs> <laughs>
2: Wow, wow, Oh, I just
1: don't want to make her feel bad. So she um, was really excited, and she also did not know that I was suffering from a neck injury. And she went in full vaccinated, full hug around my upper body. No. Was it a tight Uncle Eric hug? Was it It a long embrace? It kind of was. Okay, okay. And again, under normal circumstances, no big deal.
2: Yeah, I think I made the mistake of... didn't even consider this it's like murphy's law like whatever (laughs) can go wrong will go wrong no one you hugged nobody everything was fine (laughs) but then to my teacher i'm like oh you gotta meet my wife and i said to you oh you gotta meet my teacher oh yeah perfect and i planted the seed and so when she saw you out of the corner of my eye i just started like just lunge at you and be like come here beautiful or something (laughs) like that and she with both arms grabbed you so tight and you looked at me with these wide eyes i'm like it took me a split second to realize what just happened and she basically like
1: re i almost threw up (laughs) yeah and it was only because it just activated but the most ironic part of the story is the next day, I, f- I woke up feeling better. <laughs> she, like, basically, you got an yep. adjustment. She should quit teaching and, and become Chiroprac- a chiropractor. <laughs> you got an adjustment. I swear to God. And it was, it, I will say that I've had this neck issue before, and the last time I went to the chiropractor, there is a, a great amount of pain when they're trying to help fix you, so you prepare for that. And I, thought, I was like, I wonder if this, it felt very similar. So, in a way, I think she, with her very strong triceps, cured wow. me well silver lining, silver, silver lining. I haven't asked Anthony I'm like is Gabe our, we have a friend named Gabe who loves putting people in headlocks especially you come oh, here, no. come here you Lauren <laughs> yeah, he's like, get over here Lauren I have, does he give you a noogie too pretty much he puts <laughs> oh, yeah. his one arm around me squeezes and he smells like smoke and I love him but I also want to beat him up and I asked Anthony before we left I go you know is Gabe going because if he's going I need to wear a neck brace I won't go I literally because you could tell him and go. he would
2: forget it's such a it's such a Forget. knee-jerk reaction that he would just grab you.
1: So I'm like, if he's going, I don't need to go because there's that's yeah. You, know, you just so I looked out risk for it.
2: And <laughs> turns out, and risk. turns out there was yeah. You got in another form. <laughs>
1: you poor thing. <laughs>
0: but, well, you I'm glad do. you're so better. So much better.
1: And also, you got to meet Anthony's teacher that he loved. So sad. I didn't even meet her after that. I walked away and stood in pain and cried for a little bit because I just. Was suppressing it, yeah. Well, so maybe I am going re- to reach out to her on, yeah. on Instagram and say, "Hey, what's up? Send her our podcast." No heart. I am going to say like <laughs> we talked about it. It's all good. Water under the bridge.
0: Oh, no, um,
2: yeah, I felt bad. There was no I felt way for terrible. Her to know, no, no, um, no. Of
0: course, no. I'd love to happened. meet her again too. I can see the new name of her chiropractor practice now: from oh. hugs to adjustments. <laughs> Hey oh you guys Will's got a teacher that the boys think she's their student teacher and the uh, boys crushes think she is hot. Shout out to Miss Bumer, you know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> Literally they come home Will is like first it was Miss Bumer is pretty. And then it was so and so thinks Miss Bumer is hot. I'm like, uh is that so and so you, buddy? Like <laughs> is you? Yeah, who are you telling
1: that? I'm asking for a friend.
2: <laughs> I had a crush on my science teacher, Mr. Curtins. Wait, so I'm, I'm sorry, Mr. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, you guys, we we all three listened to, oh, wait, I've got an announcement to make. Oh, what? Does Anthony know? No. Oh. June, this is random, it's not that big of a deal, oh. but June is Men's Mental Health Month.
0: Well, doesn't all right. this all work out yeah. perfectly? Yeah, so, yeah,
1: our original reason why we wanted Anthony on, because we wanted to sit and talk about, like, mental health stuff. We all are, you know, looking into things because we're human and whatnot. So, we got him on and we talked about boozing hugs what else i need hot teachers and now we're going to move into the real reason why we're joined we're actually getting back to great drinking (laughs)
0: great drinking so we all
1: listened to we all listened to prince harry join dax shepherd on his podcast armchair expert and i thoroughly enjoyed the conversation same i love dax dax shepherd's voice yeah he's great um, and I loved a lot of what Harry had to say. And I'm wondering, you know, let's ask Anthony first. As a man and listening, and you do your own stuff, for your own mental health stuff, how did it feel listening to two other men? And then, of course, maybe, well, they both got kind of heavy. Dax even a oh little my. bit high. I didn't realize his backstory. Dark road. He suffered from severe alcoholism, substance abuse, molestation, yep. abuse. Yep. And then we. a lot of us know more about Prince Harry. So, Anthony, how did it feel? And having your own stuff that you are working out to listen to these two guys go back and forth talking about this.
2: I thought it was. I thought it was cool. I've never listened to that podcast. It's been in the queue forever, oh. so it's finally good to like hear Dax because I feel like he is good at what he does. Yeah. And, um, mm-hmm. As is his little part. Uh, what's Monica? Monica. Monica. Moss. Monica yeah, she's good. <laughs> and um, Yeah, I mean it's it's not something you hear, especially you'll you might talk about it with guys once in a while but it's not very common. And Women talk oh about it all the fucking Yeah, time, and so. like even then, you it's like certain guys. I mean, I do, I have talked about it before but it's like...
1: Like it's, you have certain friends that you would call up like to talk yeah. and chat about this?
2: Yeah, I have certain friends who've approached me about it maybe because they know I meditate or something yeah. so we'll, we'll have these sort of like deep conversations but then it's it's usually like never on a group text or not. Ne- I mean, it's just, with oh. a lot of friends I don't really talk about it but it's, feel like it should and could be talked about a little bit more.
0: I, I'm like looking at my friend group and, and just over the years friend group, and I can maybe count on my one hand the guys that I've known um, that have been kind of open maybe as a friend to me about it, but certainly not open open mm-hmm. and just, it's just not.
2: Well, I think it's also like, you know, your dad, like I feel like any of our dads, most of our dads, that generation yeah it was just bury your never. feelings yeah i mean bury, I, bury, if, Lift even that I, rug
1: yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah
2: so that's it's like a passed down thing where you feel like it's a sign of weakness i mean that stuff is definitely still embedded where you're like even sometimes i'll catch myself i'm like is this sound too fluffy or too silly like mm-hmm. i always have to do a disclaimer i'm like listen it might sound fluffy but meditation it's not what you might think mm-hmm. or we even when talking about yoga so Ooh. i feel like you always have to sort of not deliver it so softly to guys but
1: we were also talking about yesterday when we were going over like what you and us we were all going to discuss and I wanted to ask you too about therapy because you do seek and have sought therapy and there's that notion and I have a little statistic here I'm going to throw out too it says six million men are affected by depression each year Ninety million from anxiety, and as we know, they are less, um, much less likely to seek help. speak about it and seek help. And we've and seek help, and we've talked about how like some guys, and I mentioned this to a guy not that long ago. Like you might want to see a therapist in regards to a conversation we were having. And he, uh, real quick, it was like, no, I don't need it. But she, but she might need it. I that oh. I don't need it. No. I hear that a lot. <clears throat> you know, I don't right. need so, it. So Anthony, what do you think as a male perspective? What's that about?
2: Um, yeah it's that's frustrating to hear but I get it it's like it, it could be maddening I think it's a um, it's a you don't know what you don't know you have no most people have no clue what therapists will say to you and you'd be I'm often surprised at the way they deliver information and tell you things about yourself they say it in such a way that
1: it's
2: it just, does get through and mm-hmm. like people don't realize that and I think or they just think it's bullshit whatever Or they're but, afraid or they're afraid, because honestly, it means a lot of other things. It's not just about that. You have to talk about yourself, which you're not maybe comfortable doing. Yep. You talk about your past. You might have to dig into things that might show that you might show things that you think are a sign of weakness. It might delve into your drinking. Yep. All your destructive habits mm-hmm. that you think are, that you mm-hmm. sort of lavish. And I mean, it's almost sometimes this badge of honor to be like, yeah, it's fucked up. And I'm just, you know, I'm on mm-hmm. a bender for guys it is a little bit different like you can be fucking you know crazy for not it's not a good word to use but you could be acting crazy or yeah. going off the rails but it's funny and like you know and you there's guys who are probably never going to help themselves but you know you don't necessarily there's a part of you that's like ah, oh, shit i got, you know i have friends i'm like i wish they would just maybe try I to just talk try to somebody it, right? yeah but at the same time i mean there's sometimes the most they're the most fun person, entertaining person in the room, and you're like, you know, it's... You got just a lot get, going in the head. Yeah, and you get the sense that they might never, but you kind of wish you would mm-hmm. see that other person that would.
1: Well, perhaps it would help, I mean, if we've got some male listeners listening in, or females, or whoever you might be, who yeah, yeah. know a guy that yeah. might need to see someone... Um, Anthony, why do you when 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 you decide to say it's time to go back to therapy or I should go see someone? Why? What is it that triggers your decision in doing so? Besides me? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, you. Uh-huh. Cabinet, no. Um, well, I went. Well, what? So I went to. I started therapy right before we got married. First time. First <laughs> yeah. time. Okay.
0: And so that.
1: Yeah. How old were you then? Then you were like thirty-one.
2: I was 33. 33. Okay. was thirty-three. but okay. that was because we went to couples therapy and, and talking things out. They were basically like, I think the the <laughs> um, the arrow got pointed at me, and it was like, wait, you don't do this on your own, based on everything you're saying. And yeah, I mean, I then I it, I never thought about, but before that, and then I was like, yeah, I guess this is a lot to deal with. Um, uh huh. It was family stuff. Both parents getting sick with cancer at the same time whole host of other things yeah you
1: just said is so important though like I guess this is a lot to deal with like we don't realize how much shit that we have to deal with yes and how much it clogs and clutters and messes with our heads
0: like I feel like I'm more apt to go to a therapist before I go to a doctor like I'm like literally like, I don't feel well because I, it's time for a tune-up. yeah. And yeah, yeah I need yeah. to go back and tweak Get some stuff. stuff going and on. And guess what? There's a whole trunk load of shit that I just brought in that it's like constant. Mm-hmm. So therapy is amazing.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, no, I think once you start to hear, there are times where once you start to hear yourself say something out loud to a stranger, you're like, wow, like them listening to it, it does, Ring differently than if you're just yes. saying it to your friends or I mean, yourself. I mean, because everyone has shit, but like, I don't know, when you really say it out loud, you realize, wow, okay, like you might try and muscle through something. You could probably figure out your life without therapy, but it's just, you're not going to know what it's like to have tools that you don't have yet mm-hmm. to yep. just make it easier on yourself. Yes. Because, you know, you might not realize you're flipping out on other people. You're not sleeping. You're. You know, you're angry. you're yeah. talking to yourself in a fucked up way. Mm-hmm. sorry and there's another F that's, okay. that's okay.
1: And I was doing a little bit more research about like how men and women show their depression or anxiety, and it's yeah. super different. yeah, let's hear it. Like with women, it's sad or crying or emotionally seeming unstable or kind of roller coastery man where with of, maybe, yeah, um, or just like, you know, like being more in the sad, sad spectrum okay. where men show easy irritability mm-hmm. like so their depression will look more like irritability um frustration loss of interest in jobs or hobbies maybe even their lover or their partner okay. or kids okay so it really manifests wow, differently it is very so different. with that happening sometimes with men it does not it's not as it's not diagnosed as swiftly as oh you're suffering yeah. from depression. It's oh maybe it's a testosterone th- yeah. thing or maybe you are just hating your job. Yeah, he's an
0: angry man yeah, he's and an an man. Angry he's man. not allowed to have <laughs> any other feelings.
1: <laughs> yep. But then what also comes up like you mentioned Anthony that I was reading about is that of course substance abuse comes up. As a coping well, cuz it's a coping. coping it's the numbing, it's
0: the
2: Well, yeah, and Dex, Dex that you know when he was talking about um his substance abuse and his issues and then he's going back in in his own life and being like yeah because i had you know my parents were divorced my dad wasn't there when, the, when i think you know his mom remarried yeah he was, was abusive and <laughs> he was abusive i mean he really went through the checklist and he's like that's what it is it's like when you say you're you're you know a substance abuser you have addiction issues it's it's a trauma mm-hmm. you know that's that's there that people I think don't realize like how impactful that is and you start digging back. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely and yes. why you keep
1: reaching maybe for a drink yes. or different or whatever it might be that makes you feel better. Also, really sad, but since we're talking about it, the suicide rate of men is so much higher, so much higher than women. That's really, really, really unfortunate. And And it's because of all this. Well, it's because they're untreated and they're the lack of wanting to talk about it. So they just kind of fester in it where I think women are more apt to say, I'm going to go see a therapist. Yep.
2: Yeah, I think there is that embedded sort of, you're a man, you're supposed to provide, you're supposed to have this all figured out. You're supposed to have things figured out you know, that people, like inside, that people might not know. Like, Mm -hmm. it's almost like assumed. And when that starts to crumble, you're like, you know, it's like, world is sort of shattering, you know? It's like, um, it just doesn't make sense. And so I feel like you feel helpless, whereas, you know, I don't know. I don't know how women feel about it, but.
0: But to your point, like Prince Harry, he was talking about growing up as a child in the royal family, and when his mom died, Mm -hmm. you know, he was told, to grin and bear it like mm-hmm. he could not show his emotions mm-hmm. and even with raising little boys like I really try I have we're going to talk about this in a little bit but you know ADHD you have hypersensitivity there is a more extreme emotion there like and, you this and, about and I'm just saying when little young boys okay. you know like you know in the olden days and the before times at least in a time that i don't want to keep recreating it was be quiet don't cry you're a boy you're tough wipe off your pants don't be a sissy you on know you're, don't be all of these things yeah. and i'm like dear god cry let it out mm-hmm. if it, you feel like you need to cry. sometimes i'm like you're being a ninny okay you deserved it and that's god <laughs> you're getting what you get but god
1: got gotcha. you that's what daddy's but say. like that
0: just for our generation of young men and stuff have the like it have the emotions mm-hmm. feel the pain walk
1: through that well that's what i think i love so much about harry as well as is- that he is, you know, Michelle, you made a really good point earlier, like this is his story. What, could, he's not supposed to share it? I mean, listen, they're doing a lot of PR for it and they're doing a lot of appearances and of speaking about it, but of it course. is what it is. However, but what comes out most importantly is how impactful and helpful him sharing this is. And what I love that's what he talked about is about his parents and generational um, trauma. That trauma's passed down, mm. like in the womb, from yep. person to person, like that just goes into your system, right? And he talks about how, you know, my parents, he saw how his, he knew how his father was raised and then how he was raised. And he said, you know what? They did the best they could. It's kind of yep. like in the four agreements, they're like, they they raised us to what they knew and how to do it. But I don't want to do that with my next kid. So I'm going to break the cycle. Yep. And I love, love that. that. And I, he also said, there's forgiveness. I'm not mad. I'm, I'm just acknowledging that my parents did the best and then I'm not doing that he's changing it for himself hmm
2: Yeah, I think he's doing a great thing like I mean I don't know you can say whatever you want about the way he went about certain things But I mean, I think at the end result he's promoting, you know that show um, the me you can't see mm-hmm. um, Which I haven't seen yet, which just came out. I think May 21st um, It's on Apple TV. I think uh, you know, it's highlighting mental illness as the end goal. Like, I mean, what's so wrong with that? Yeah. Like, so when I just, and I don't know much about the royal family. Like, I only know, you know, broad strokes, especially, you know, from you, Warren, who's obsessed. <laughs> um, Always <laughs> happen. Um, but, um, you know, it's like when you watch him talk, like, I don't care about the fucking history of, of the royal family yep. and all that shit. So like when I listen to someone like Piers Morgan, I'm like, really? Like, I'd rather have a fucking Prince. Sorry. No, no. no it's
0: fine. It's <laughs> going to ra- be a sw- explicit episode. <laughs> I'd rather
2: like there should be more Prince Harrys in the right, world. Right, and I don't Pearson give a dash. shit if there's listen. another Piers Piers Morgan. You know, or anyone who no. just wants to like badmouth Bash. it. And, and, I agree. And put their label of what they think he's trying to do, and like make it make him insincere and disingenuous. I think he's actually. Anyone with just like a sense of people would watch him and be like, I think he's pretty genuine in his mission.
0: One hundred and fifty percent.
2: So if yeah, the people that don't get it, I don't get it. Maybe there's some history, or maybe there's something
0: that I'm not picking up. But I just, just want to say something really quick. I'm going to insert that? my f word right mm, now. Yeah. fuck Pierce Morgan. Oh, that guy yeah, is. Whoa, yeah. He.
1: Well, I don't tune him. Turn him off. I know he's. He's, the, the, he's the a big piz, old jerk, man. He's a, I definitely want to talk about. Now, is it ADD or ADHD? Which one are we going with? You um, guys?
2: I think in... So I'm reading this book, Scattered, which was recommended by my therapist. And it's about ADD. And pretty much the author who was diagnosed at 50, I believe. Yeah,
0: at 50. He was, he was a
2: well-accomplished doctor, and, but was dealing with a lot of shit. He just coins it ADD. Like I don't think he... He doesn't do the distinction. The okay.
1: okay. Yeah. So attention deficit disorder... Did I get that right? Yes. So, Michelle, have you been? So, you've been. Have you been diagnosed with it, Michelle? Yes. And then, Anthony, are you are seeking? Like, you're gonna. What are you doing there?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm like a Google diagnoser, but (laughs) I think um, I. uh, Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm 99.9% sure that it's the case. Okay. Um, But I've but I'm about to get diagnosed actually, or you know,
1: going to go see a consultation. Yes. What are we what is it that you are experiencing or have experienced that makes you think that you do have it?
2: Well, I think there's a lot of things that I've thought for years and years and years and um I would say this last year really kind of put a spotlight <laughs> on bet. it because, yeah. because you know <laughs> spotlight. the spotlight. Yeah. Well it's um you know, it's like getting a neck injury and then all of a sudden you realize your posture's fucked up or, you know, your text neck. It's like you get one thing, and then it highlights all your mm. bad habits and all the things that you've let go. Um, and I think with uh, with ADD, I would say when the pandemic hit, getting your routine and your structure, and you know, I'm yep. in school and I'm trying to work, and having both both of those things like get a wrench thrown in them. Yep. And you just like without without those things, without those sort of like mile markers you know you really i just i get back into like some weird just floating around like whatever like shiny object is in my 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 in my in my view i'll just go after that and then especially the news which was crazy oh my god so like every every day that's something new so then you're like you're you're jumping in between news shit and then your daily life which you really have to take care of but then like every, you know, you're then snapped into, all right, what did he say now? Or what happened now? Or what's the latest news? All right, now, what was I doing? Oh, Wait, God. Or shouldn't I do something? And then it's, oh. And then it's, uh, you know, and then you're home. So you're thinking, well, what can I do around the house? And what could I do that I've been I'm meaning to do? I'm going to not do? do
0: any of them. I'm going to start them all <laughs> and finish none. Never.
2: Yeah. So it's, it's sort of a... N- <laughs> You know, although it wasn't so bad for us because I feel like we had each other and we had the house and to like, we had stuff that we wanted to work on. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's uh, with, I feel like with school and work, like it was just really, really hard.
0: I would say that it took, so I, the pandemic hit, I left my full time job, the kids stopped going to school. I had this big plan, this structured setup. I knew how my life was going to, how I was going to do this with ADHD. And everything was like you said changed. So you were kind of left to your own devices. Um, Then you put distractions like kids in a house or any of those things. That like for me, I feel like it was like procrastination, and then it was the snowball effect. And then you get then are you? I would block things out push things to the side and then I would wait to let la- it's just it's always it's a work a constant work to try to
1: and then that doesn't it doesn't that add anxiety to yeah. it Yeah, anxiety
0: right? is actually yes. very often a symptom of ADD okay yeah
2: and I think that's probably in my case what I'm what I'm dealing with it's not mm-hmm. so much a depression really it's just a constant like anxiety about missing out on things not doing things you're supposed to be doing um you know letting things go procrastinating just not being able to juggle everything Mm -hmm. and yeah you can't help but feel that way um but i will say like and another thing like with school for example not having the accountability or not having team members or people around you i Mm -hmm. feel like helps because if you see other people doing things and you're you're beholden to someone else that helps me. Same. And I feel like you that's know That's why
0: I'm a team player. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you're I'm good. not a solo artist. Team player. <laughs> yeah.
2: No. <laughs> Done. Let's form a team. We got one. Seriously right banned. Um, <laughs> um
0: but that's how I think ADHDers compensate for their sort of struggles with the situation you find strengths or ways to compensate for my like let's say organization lack of or that executive function i like you lean on the people that can provide that support and you cultivate like for me i always am like what am i can bring something to the table it might not be that but how am i adding value to this circumstance that's how i kind of navigated my Mm -hmm. madness over the years yeah
2: and i think the 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 problem for me was although, you know, if with school for example, DePaul, we were like on Zoom and e learning and Everything was very lax. Deadlines were like obliterated. It was like you could <laughs> turn it in or not turn it in. And <laughs> I'm like, prize. yeah. I'm like, this is great for every for everyone who's dealing with shit and I'm sure and a lot of times people do need those things. But for someone like me, yep. it's like, Well, fuck it then. I'll turn this thing in, mm-hmm. you know, I'll turn it in next month, mm-hmm. you know, and dare me. Let's play <laughs> let's let's play chicken here. And so I feel yep. like some of those cushy like things that were put in place during the pandemic, like they sometimes backfire on someone with ADD because then you don't, like you need accountability. And oh, hell yeah. When all those things are lifted, you're just like, fuck it.
0: I mean, that's why I never took an independent studies class in college. Knew real quick that me, it was the first ever remote classes, I knew real quick, quick those were not gonna be success <laughs> stories for me. No. I needed to be in the classroom with
1: the person I feel like I've got like a sprinkle of ADD like mine is more like time management stuff Um, just and I do get distracted but I but I think that we all do have to also consider that we probably all are getting some sort of like evolutionary ADD because there are so many distractions like you have to try like the other day I was working and my phone was somewhere else being charged and in my brain I was like oh I gotta get my phone and then I was like you know what? I'm just going to leave it there. Like, I don't freaking need it. Yeah.
2: Well, I think that's, for me, that was a big point. Because I felt like, oh, everyone's got some form of ADD. I feel like in the last 10 or so years, you could say that. And I think that is true. And so, but for anyone out there with, with, with ADD, that's, yeah. and especially like a severe type, that then will prevent you from going to therapy because you're like, well, everyone's got it. What the fuck am True. I going to What am I going to do? Yeah. Because everyone's suffering from it. But no, like really like, and I could trace back to when I was a kid, like doing homework, last minute, TV on, radio on.
1: Yep. You too, Michelle.
2: Fuck, I, yeah, I had like four or five different things vying for my attention. I remember my dad would walk in my room constantly. He's like, how do you even study with like all this shit around you? And I don't know. I think I, I as a badge of honor, like, yeah, I'm ju- I'm a multitasker. So and yeah, this is I'm creating a fun work environment. Yeah. No, you're fucking
0: distracting yourself with a million things. I used to joke that my superpower was working under pressure, oh, okay, which really yes. was me procrastinating. I didn't know that. Now, in the last few years, since one of my kids got diagnosed with ADHD and I was diagnosed with it and also going to therapy, I learned a lot about myself and how I actually made it this far without having any resources. And for me, my therapist, we've talked about this before, soccer was more of a outlet for me to channel my focus mm-hmm. than the, the sport itself. I, ha- I was good at it. I it felt good to be good at something because everything else was so hard for me. But that's the thing that it kept me, it kept me on track enough to keep me, um, to keep me going with my studies. But I would not have ever. I just thought soccer was this thing that I was good at and I played it forever. But I would tell my therapist I was obsessed with it. Nothing mattered, nothing. And she was like, "That was the thing that focused you and kept you." focus your mind yeah it's balanced yes yeah.
2: I think that I, I think that I am now realizing why I sought certain things out or why I excelled at certain things and didn't excel at other things like um you know college was a shit show for me like Same. it was it was amazing it was fun we drank constantly though yeah. and I could not like I was if I wasn't in a class with other people and it was just me that was like
0: Death terrifying
2: Death like I would miss everything like you know, and but then when I graduated and going into electronic trading, it was like singular. It was like, just understand these fucking, these two computer screens in front of you, and you know you can do it and that was good for me and
0: did you feel like you were in your flow state then yeah. like you were time disappeared you were just moving along and it was like pleasurable yes
2: absolutely that's how it started but then as trading changed it was like oh you got to keep track of all this other shit now and not only that you're not in a group atmosphere you don't have guys around you everyone's ah. secular and in their and then i totally i feel like over the last few years it's Totally broke down Got it. O- broke down over that.
0: So oh, that like deactivated your interest. you you needed to shift gears to find something that yeah you could turn on your hyper focused superpower.
2: Yeah. And with <laughs> film I'm still finding it. I mean the thing the the good thing with film is it's very collaborative and you find yes. amazing people who yes. are on it, organized, specialized and that helps me because I'm, I'm you know, they're wrangling me in. But the 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 hard part of it is that film is such a great I mean there's no one path there's a million combinations yeah and so that's a little daunting where i wish i had you know had i need to find some sort of singular thing there i think that that helps me but like even triathlons when i got into that that was like my soccer for a point it was like i need to find something that gets my ass like working out something i signed up for paid for and now i have to do it and um you know like that was that was what that was for me
0: yeah but it's nice to know i think the thing is is and you and i both are are very alike the more we i i didn't realize truly how much our lives sort of are in on track but also our experience Mm -hmm.
2: well well the interesting thing the career thing which now i'm googling and probably shouldn't be but it is (laughs) interesting sleep problems and add career career problems and add um, you can, you know, hmm. financial and ADD. Oh, that's me. Um, and I think, I guess, it is comforting a way to know that like the big elephant in the room is ADD. It, yep, right. The other thing is like it's no easy fix, and now I'm now wrestling with this elephant a bit, and now f- trying to figure out a healthy way to like fix myself. Cope with it. Yeah.
0: Live with it. Well, and can then we talk tools. about? Yeah, I want to talk. Let's talk about that for a second. You like, guys tell me. What do you do? Like, what is your routine for managing th- this what are you doing
2: So I mean not doing enough I would say but I mean Or
0: like what are the things that they here. tell you to do Well
2: I mean I haven't uh I've not even through that book for example but I plan on getting more tools and once I talk to an actual yeah. psychiatrist who specializes in this um but for now the morning routine helps Okay huge meditating those are two huge. things that you have to do every day that at least Are jumping off points and then getting into a workout schedule i feel like helps me huge Mm -hmm. because then you don't if you do that then at least it's something it's like a clothespin you could at least hang something on be like okay i'm working out today and wednesday and i'm doing whatever cardio and these other two days so that and then trying to get in some sort of sleep schedule so i feel like you know those Those things. I I
0: agree with. Those are all the things that I try to apply. I will say that the moment that my collegiate career stopped, that's when my exercise, my very like pretty like strenuous exercise regimen stopped. That's when my anxiety started to bubble up Mm -hmm. for the first time ever. And now looking back, it all when I like lay out my timeline of my life. It's all very clear. It's very cut and dry, and I understand it now. Like, I understand myself, and at the end of the day, at least if I understand why I do certain things, I don't hate myself. I'm like, you just got, that's what you got, and you gotta figure out how to work around it.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think there is a sense of that where you feel you're a little bit gentler with yourself because prior to that, you're like, you're a piece of shit. Like, how did you not? You didn't work out for two or three weeks or (laughs) or a month (laughs) or whatever. Yep,
0: Uh, seriously. Or you're, Mm -hmm. oh,
2: you're an idiot because you can't figure this out. How do you not know how to do your fucking taxes by now? How is this still confusing? And it's I mean, just certain things just don't stick. No. Like, I know it. I mean, it's not that difficult, but it's just like certain things stick other things just bounce right off or go right through you
0: well, there you go i know it's i just as a parent you know we can talk i could talk about this topic mm-hmm. for hours because then you know you talk about the next part is you become a parent and you want to do everything you take the thing the the good things from your upbringing you keep those and you always sprinkle those in and the things that didn't serve you or maybe should have there could have been different approaches that's what you want to do with your kids and I just see these young people and I know myself, I floated through my education. I just, I was not, di- I like how dudes don't get, go and deal with their anxiety or get, it gets picked up as depression. You People with girls often just float through their ADHD diagnosis, nobody catches on. And I- It's I, harder I s- to diagnose f- girls, right? It is, girls, yeah, because they, they tend to be less hyper, I guess, uh-huh. more under the rate. but you want, it took you think about it we're four in our 40s okay and here we are in this pivotal moment in our life and i wouldn't trade my journey for anything because i wouldn't have figured this out but just to get young people in an area where they do find their flow state and it and work with how their brain works and are able to pick and manage and choose things that work for them and make them feel Mm -hmm. good and stuff that's that's like my goal with my kids and i don't know just trying to be in tune well
2: i think like it's I feel like it is uplifting in a way like we're talking about it I feel like it's a we can do better for the next generation like because we're already on it we've you know it took us 40 years to figure it out hopefully it doesn't take you know the next generation they're figuring it out in their teens I mean because the generation before this never figured it out totally
1: and it's kind of like that full circle with what we were talking about with like Prince Harry it's like acknowledging that maybe what his parenting what he experienced didn't work for him so he's going to change it and now all of us having this conversation over the years and when we have kids and it's like oh that seems like something's not working for you and instead of just like letting you float through school we're going to figure out how can we make you know how can we optimize what tools that are available yes
2: yeah and i think it's just destigmatizing the whole weakness thing when people are like you know like tough times make for easy times which make for weak you know there's that quote like you know we have we're not going through world wars we're not going through you know extreme poverty yeah. the great depression i mean even even the pandemic i mean it was terrible but i still don't know it compare mm, it even compares to shit that previous generations mm-hmm. went through but i feel like our war is now more invisible one it's this mental thing and you know mm. i mean climate change which they also which is
1: what harry said yeah and, and so, so and i'm gonna throw in social injustice and all. well
2: of course so mm. then you have these three things which i mean and you could look at either one of those any one of those things mental health climate change and social injustice mm-hmm. and you can meet i mean i don't even know but probably almost half the country that believes probably none of those things exist or that we shouldn't even talk about yeah. them or it's not a thing i mean why do anything <sighs> yeah um that, so,
1: that brings me to a perfect closure for you, Anthony, because I was going to tell people that if they want to know more, Anthony's Instagram is so, his story is a combination of like movie stuff and, then, love and then stuff that's like kind of like, wait, you know, like pushing the buttons love it. and also like don't kind ever stop of, yeah, it. exactly. Sharing things that are important.
2: Yes. Although, God, I don't know. I feel like I need to stop posting anything like negative. I feel like a lot of times I'm just like, this pisses me off you know and I'm.
1: you're triggered right. by it. That's but okay. i am
2: but i am trying to like i guess pose questions to people or like or questions that i have and be like does this sound weird to you like yeah x y and z
1: exactly but
2: i like what prince harry said was was just like talking about and other people have said this too obviously just putting out positivity rather than things with a negative spin i do think that's a lesson i'm trying to kind of adopt myself although it's difficult but um yeah my yeah my stories go from either non-existent to Cluttered with (laughs) random movie shit, and I don't even know. They're
0: entertaining, interesting, and
1: a zinger of information I think
2: there needs to be more Lauren content with the cigarette people enjoy that oh yeah
0: those are my faves too yeah.
1: well Anthony thank you so much for joining us today you know having a repeat guest on is it's an honor and you're the first one yeah <laughs> I,
2: repeat mean, offender. I, I was let in backstage and now I'm here you're, and you're yeah. here and you're coming back I'm, again yeah, in your regular back, I'm a backup singer in now in the
1: I'll intro see. I, re- I referred you as a TSP super supporter so and my forever roommate but thank you so much, and thank you for being open and talking about your personal stuff, but also helping spread awareness and maybe even encouraging someone to go seek therapy. Yes.
2: And shout out, shout out to Bridget McGuire because that was a good episode and so funny. But I mean, I <laughs> love that she touched on that OC because even I didn't. I mean, Same. even for a guy here and there, you're like holy shit, like that's that's pretty, mm-hmm. that's pretty uh, major, major. Um, yeah i just
0: want to say anthony i love that you come on here open and willing to share the things that a lot of dudes like yourself would not be willing yeah, to it's and, very brave and i really i hope that and i'm sure it will someone will hear this and be inspired to go make a their first appointment or something because you had the balls to come up and say look i'm i'm still killing it i'm just got to keep things in check <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so many of us do <laughs>
2: just wrestling the ADD elephant and yeah. probably a few more elephants yeah and some, I
0: don't know if it, we yeah. got it I have
1: this it. image of you like literally like wrestling this big ass elephant with eighty that you're yeah. trying to take I
2: can't even it. wrestle my brother in laws I'm trying to wrestle this elephant.
0: <laughs> I mean that'll never end either Model. thank you so
1: much and if you guys want to check out more of what Anthony is doing whether it's his Instagram stuff his film projects that are coming up in the future and whatnot check out and our travels check out at anthciancio on Instagram, and we'll put that link in our show notes. Until then,
2: stay cozy.
0: Thank you for joining us for today's cozy conversation. For more of The Sister Project, check us out on Instagram at the thesisterproj and our website, www.thesisterprojectblog.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and maybe even drop us a review. Until next time stay cozy.